0: Final play, it looks like barring a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the turf, Gets smoked right away, and that'll do it. The 49ers, back to the championship game.
1: Caught with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop bottles.
2: Caught uh-huh. with that. straight shots and then pop bottles.
1: Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats. Then oh, pop Okay, we popping pop champagne, champagne like we won a championship got on like Cause I on a shit Cause I, ball ball me I am the, bird man. the <laughs> I mind. Mind.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 93 of The Fizz Thank you guys all for joining us Before I introduce my main man Lou and my main man Channy Who are sitting right next to me I want to thank you, the listener, the viewer, the consumer, the follower. We have reached the 10,000 mark on Instagram, something I am very excited about, the boys are excited about, and that's all because of viewers like you. You've shared, you've posted, you've told your friends, you've bought merch. And this is just the beginning, and we're very excited to hit that 10,000 mark on Instagram. So give give yourselves a round of applause. We are... So happy to have you with us. Don't forget to tell a friend. If each one of you tells a friend that's not following, guess what? We're at 20,000 just like that. Boom. Just did that math right in my head. Big brain. Pow, pow. Yes, exactly. Number two, I'm going to plug one more thing before I let the boys jump in here. The Champagne Showcase, March 4th at Clark Park in Detroit. It's an outdoor hockey rink. If you love hockey, or even if you don't love hockey... The Clark Park rink is an absolute gem of Detroit. It's an outdoor ice rink with boards, a Zamboni, Freon. It's a full-on-ass rink in the heart of Southwest Detroit. I am hosting a tournament there along with three other great sponsors. That is going to be March 4th from 2 to 5 p.m. You can come, donate to the park, watch some hockey, drink some beers. It's going to be a good time. Lou's playing in the game for the first time.
3: Big hockey guy.
0: Yes. Very excited to see him skate because, I mean, it's kind of wild. We've known each other for a while. we both never skated together. together. And we both play every week. Yes. In the winter. Yes. And you play in a league with a few of my friends. It's kind of wild. I've never played with you, but you'll you'll be on Team Champagne for sure. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, can't wait to check that out. So I'll keep plugging that every week until the week of and hope to see you guys out there.
2: Can I get one of those varsity jackets and hats and stand behind the bench of champagne? I hope you would. I hope you would. <laughs> the winter classic special. Oh, yeah. yeah you need like the Babcock. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yes. 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 That was the sickest winter classic <laughs> fit ever. Either that or go full suit. Hey, one or the other. We are looking for a Portageon sponsor, Channy.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Put, I'll uh,
0: Put your face on a couple of urinal cakes.
2: Yeah. I'll see what I can uh, come up with here. See what's in the budget for 2023. <laughs> I think I pissed on his face <laughs> in a <Benigans.
0: laughs> There's no sponsorship involved there. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it. That was with the plugs and the thank yous. I will turn it over to the boys. How we doing, fellas?
3: Good to be back. Ready to rock and roll. With a little NFL
2: divisional action. Yes. Let's get it. I mean maybe the best time of the year Mm -hmm. I always say I say that a lot you know but I feel like we do that a lot you're getting into two games that are absolutely great this upcoming weekend you're getting into the heart of the college basketball season although it hasn't looked great for our local teams a lot of time second half of the NBA season and you know Tigers are around the corner hey don't forget the NHL I mean, uh, NHL. Stick yeah, around. NHL sticking around. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I gotta say though, around this time of year though, while I do agree with everything you said and all the excitement, all that shit, uh, I have. It's like it's so weird. It's like quicksand or a Chinese finger trap. I don't even know if that makes sense, but like, I want these games so bad. I think these are the four best teams in the NFL. I'm so jacked for them, but I'm also just like so sad that there's there's three games left in the NFL season. Like it, this is always that weird time where I'm just like, I don't want it to end. And we only have three games left.
2: The only saving grace is we get a, a nice little couple-month period of 2,475 mock drafts between the yes. Super Bowl and the draft. Mm-hmm. So we still do get our football fix until mid-April. Then we get uh, a little downtime.
0: And to be honest, this offseason is going to be a lot different for us as as Lions fans. I mean, usually we're just like crying, moping, and like... Who, it could be a
3: pretty tame offseason for us, right?
0: Yeah, but I think anything they do is just going to be added. Like, it's so much more excitement. Absolutely. We're yeah. the hottest team in the NFL coming back. Absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. They posted some graphic. I don't even know who did, like, Fox. And it was, like, teams undefeated in 2003. 2023 in the Lions' lines around that. So are the Steelers. Though. We don't make those lists a lot. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> now we do. Now we do. We're now here. we do. All right, boys. So, anything to report um, from the weekend? Anything exciting happen to you guys?
2: Not much. I I keep finding myself with Big Slip on the weekend, so, you know, I don't know if it's a blessing or a <laughs> curse, but either way, we just uh, hung out with some of the boys here on uh, Saturday, caught the UFC card, nice. very underwhelming UFC card for all of our fight fans out there, but have no fear, a couple good cards coming up here in the next six weeks, so we should see some better UFC action, but other than that, low-key winter, just kind of a gray, gloomy weekend. Yeah
3: yeah I had a similar similar weekend other than coming over here and annoying the shit out of you Chandler <laughs> um, yeah no nothing nothing crazy either to report had the Bahama breeze still still lingering in the vein, so it was kind of coming down oh, yeah, from that right, you know right um but hey. Quiet weekend, NFL divisional. Got to tune in to all the games that I lost. So, fun. <laughs>
0: a lot of fun there. Oh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Super buddy, fun. Buddy, yeah. We crawled on each other's ass Sunday night.
3: Yeah, I texted like five people about that game, too. I was you like, were, you want fucking action on <laughs> Dallas? You
0: were begging for smoke. I was. <laughs> I've never seen you more excited about the Cowboys. Uh,
3: it's fucking shame, dude. What I'm we, a loser.
0: And we'll be talking about them quite a bit. Yeah, kind of same here. Did nothing really. Hunkered down. Watched those games. Did. Like, uh, what day was the big was the big snowfall? Is that Saturday? Whatever. Uh, Whatever. Friday into Saturday. Yeah, think, so yeah. the first snow came, and, uh, you know, I go to St. Ignace Outdoor Hockey Tournament every year, Labatt Blue Tournament up north, and, you know, this we always are checking, like, the ice coverage and how cold it is and, like, if it's even going to happen, because there was one year it was just too hot to play, like, it was 50 degrees. Global and warming. The, yeah, and, th- and this year looked like it was headed that way, and then, like, this just always happens. Like, you just get a weekend like this, and then tomorrow we're expected a ton of snow. So just like winters here so I got got a little bit of an itch to, to head up north. So
2: when's that tournament this year?
0: It's always uh so this year it's the weekend of February 19th. Okay. It's always the weekend after or during Valentine's Day, which is kind of ironic cuz you don't you don't see a girl the entire weekend. So it's just a bunch of
2: yeah, Midwestern mutants. Yeah, mutants up there. Yes, exactly. I'm one of them. You don't I, take your wife up there I, on Valentine's <laughs> Day weekend for a romantic getaway,
0: dude? No, she would rather visit visit like the local landfill than go, like, go up there with me,
3: watch me just sit outside and freeze her ass yeah, off, watching you play yeah, fucking yeah, well, beer not, not being able to use her phone, watching the thirty and over beer leagues, watch
0: me devolve into a non human by the Ugh. end of the night. Sounds fun. She's missing out. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's it's fun for it's fun for us. She would absolutely hate it. I actually it's I actually send her uh, send her to the spa every year.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Nice kinda, little trade off. Good guy, man. Well, you don't even spend the day with your wife. Great guy. No, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> don't get I, up to see, let, get the candy for the kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no Valentine's Day. The list is growing, Frank. Well,
0: you know, I just it was one of those things where it's like the tournament was here before we started dating, and you know, it was just like, well, every year on Valentine's Day, this is going to be kind of. Kind of my thing. hey. By the
2: way, uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, you're digging yourself even deeper right now. I'm giving you the chance to get out of here. No, you no, know no. I
0: just, I'm just gonna, you know, tell it like it is. She's, not, she's not into Valentine's Day. You know, who cares? Hallmark Hallmark holiday, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Go yeah, to dinner right. another day. Who gives a
2: shit? You can Go out to fucking dinner whenever.
3: Yeah. Right?
0: Take you to Denny's. So, all right. <laughs> let's move on. Let's get into let's get into the Frank, NFL game. No,
2: I'm gonna stop you here real <laughs> quick it, before yeah. the NFL because we talked about it before on the air. Yeah. You wanted to bring it up. So, we have a little bit of time to bring it up. Perfect. What? The viewers have spoken. They want you to try a new item in fast food world. So, for those who don't know, follow Champagne Athletics, Frankie's Fast Food Fridays. He tries new items. And I saw a great-looking item, the international chicken sandwich, the Mexican version of it. Yeah, Frank, the viewers have spoken, and it sounds like that's going to be one of your next two.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, Chandler, you definitely sent me that sandwich, and... It's one of those things where it's, I don't want to do it at all. I really don't, but this is my job. We need this. Yeah.
2: (laughs) We need this.
0: If I'm not, if I don't do this, what's the point of Fast Food Friday doesn't need to exist?
2: And who's going to try it if you don't take the first bullet? I'm not eating that
0: shit. No. No. I need you to. I will. I will. Um, It'll ruin my weekend before it even starts. No, but yeah, we're going to try this shitty sandwich. Uh, It's, what is it? A Mexican chicken with nacho cheese and. Pickles, yes. I think, around. Did there. we say it's from Burger King? Yeah, like, it we is mention Burger King. That? So it, it's not even like I'm going somewhere, you know, not that, a chicken place. Like if it was a Jersey Mike's Chicken International sandwich, I'd be like, all right, it still sounds disgusting, but at least it's J Mike's or something, right? No, right. this is this is. And it's a long boy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was
0: it. Chandler is telling me to to try this sandwich, and uh, he pulls up a. I was like, all right, show me this thing. I'm thinking it's gonna be just a round like burger type patty looking thing. Nope, not at all. It's it's one of your BK Long Boys. Oh, the original it's,
2: chicken. Oh, what yeah. part of the chicken is it?
0: Shit. Oh man, yeah. So this one terrifies me. Um, but I will try the international chicken sandwich from Burger King. But I'm not looking forward to it, literally whatsoever. You
2: think you're gonna be able to take that whole thing down? uh i hope not like i truly hope not
0: because if i do it's going to be a nightmare and and you know for anybody who watches fast food friday like i get a lot of flack for rating these things too high and that's absolutely fine so i was talking through it with the boys and it's like number one i'm always super hungry when i go to get them maybe i need to buffer it a little bit just to not be as like giddy to eat number two like as i'm eating it and like filming like all of this stuff is like relatively like fine, and I'm not a picky eater whatsoever. It's like fine in that moment, so it's. I always give it like a little bit of a higher rating. But then an hour later, when I'm having like I want to put a bullet in the middle of my head after <laughs> eating this, I'm having like really dark thoughts. That and then I like think of it, and I'm like, oh my god, that's how, the rating we yes, need. That's the ra- like I need to just wait an hour and then just get like a reaction of me like sweating and crying, <laughs> and then and then give the final rating because that's like. This fucking chicken mozzarella thing I had from Wendy's, dude. You were, like, gagging before the show. Dude, I gave it, like, I gave it, like, dude, ew. I gave it, like, a 7 or an 8, and it's... I'm seriously getting the thing in my throat. <laughs> think, dude,
3: dude yeah. the same, the grilled cheese one that you got from Five Guys like I thought that was going to look pretty good same. and like it looked very disappointing.
0: It well, it was it literally looked like 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 your grade like a high school it
3: burger It was like a that, crustables yes, sandwich yes, there you go. grilled yes. cheese with like a, a patty in it clean
2: like 1170 <laughs> I paid for that thing too. It literally looked like you d- Joey Chestnut dunked it <laughs> in water. Dude, it was dude. so soggy. i am sweating. <laughs> but dude, I would I would
0: I would ball that soggy (laughs) burger up and shove it in my mouth 10 times out of 10 before I ever went back to that fucking... Wendy's debacle. The thing in my throat, it had like this fucking ragu ass sauce on it with. with Little acid reflex for later. The matzo patty was thicker than the chicken. I'm going to barf. I'm going (laughs) to fucking throw up, dude. Dude,
3: that's disappointing because I actually really like Wendy's. They're usually pretty good on that. Dude, I
0: love. And Wendy's chicken sandwich is up there for one of my favorite items. And I like Wendy's, but like they just. Sometimes they they just. Sometimes they just get. These places just go way too far out of their lane, and like stop. know your foundation. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and Burger King's doing it now too with this fucking yeah, Mexican chicken. They're known sandwich. for it
3: though. They're they spray and pray all the time.
1: <laughs> they they <laughs> had like a hot
2: dog and a taco on the menu <laughs> at one time. Oh my, they, dude! Their mozzarella sticks, their chicken nuggets, ten for one forty nine. They How? were literally. Oh. Cardboard and breadcrumbs The chicken fingers are like breading
3: <laughs> <and fucking laughs> Chicken skin
1: oh. Oh. I'm getting, Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm not well right I'm, I'm, Dude, I'm not well Fucking Ew.
3: Burger King's very low on the list for me Dude <coughs>
0: I feel like growing up it wasn't, but maybe you
2: just get older and you're like, I'm yeah, rapping
0: number one today, though. I got the
3: T-Bell oh, 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 the T-Bel go. T-shirt on. Yeah. That is the goat. That, that is
2: the goat. That shit. flame broil smell, though, when you're like half mile away, it starts to like suck you in. All like right. It's no. Such what? A <laughs> so, <laughs> don't even lie. You can smell the that flame, flame flam- broil. He's already dude. tried the sandwich. He's <laughs>
0: just like, you should review this. <laughs>
3: the flame broiled smell ain't sucking me in from miles away
0: (laughs) man
2: (laughs) that's what you said don't act like you're above that man
0: no no one's above it here i don't want to make it seem like that and honestly like a whopper every every like once in a blue moon i will go rogue and i will scoop myself like just a whopper with cheese oh yeah because i think it's pretty good but i will not i'll go i'll go big mac if i'm gonna do that yeah and i love the big mac too without a doubt
2: music to my ears either way you say it
0: yeah Remember uh, Green- double
2: quarter P? Remember uh, Green
0: Bay? Well, I sent a Big Mac to some random house in Wisconsin. That's You're when a good I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when I got it all mixed up. So yeah, we'll try that Friday and uh, try
2: not to puke. Well, let's see what uh, let's see what comes of it, Frank.
0: Yeah, yeah. So speaking of puke, Pizzo, you want to talk about some of your your bets in these games?
3: <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> but. That's our job. So here we are. <laughs> Let's <laughs> Jacksonville with a nice back door to really fuck me over.
0: I didn't even see the last field goal either.
3: Yeah, it was. It was just one of those ones where it was like they knew the game was over, but they, they were down 10, so it wasn't like they were going to not take the points. Right. Um, but other than, like, Mahomes getting hurt in that game, I felt like Kansas City was pretty much controlling most of it, you know, and then, like, he got hurt. Henny came in and fucking drove down the field and scored a touchdown. Yeah. So it was like... I don't know. Nothing too crazy happening. I mean, nothing against Jacksonville. They had a great season, but they just ran into, you know, the butt saw that is Kansas City in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and I mean, 27-20 looks fine on paper. Like I, you know, I think it was, Chandler, a lot of what you like were saying. Like, I did have this moment of just like, you know, when the game started and because, mm-hmm. um, like it was what was it seven to seven at one point? Like or no. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was like yep. close or whatever, but I and I had this moment of like what you were saying, and I was like T Law really does have like an opportunity of a lifetime right here to like completely propel himself upward. And he didn't play bad at all. No, he didn't. Um, but like he's gonna be good. But like I, you know, just kind of watching that situation and, and I forgot who called the game, but whoever said it was just like we might be seeing a lot of like Mahomes T Law playoff games like down the road. And that's even cool.
2: thinking about it even more, like the four quarterbacks that we saw last weekend, we're gonna see for how many years now? It's crazy. that's awesome. Fifteen years good for the NFL. You know, so, um, yeah, T-Law, I thought, played all right. But, again, first big road playoff game against the top seed. He did what he could at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, and the Mahomes injury, just, like, that was, like, wild as hell to see. Yeah, I thought
3: that was going to be a lot worse than what it ended up being. I I still think he's going to be hurt this week, but, like, I thought his leg was, like, fucked.
0: Yeah, and I think it – I honestly kind of think it was. Yeah. Like, I, I think he just was like, I'm not – coming out of this game. Right. And, but, like, I thought his leg was fucked up to the point where I was almost to the, like, point of saying, like, busted leg Mahomes versus full-strength Henny. Like, I don't – you know, it's kind of it was almost kind of like Henny got him – marched him, what, 98 yards? He mm-hmm. looked fine, yeah. He had a good drive. <laughs> yeah. He had a really
2: good drive. I, one thing I want to touch on with Mahomes' busted leg is Do you see these people on social media asking if that was a dirty play or not? No. That no. the D-end uh, – they said the D-end – fell on his ankle, and it was a dirty play. I've seen a couple people commented on it. I go, so you know, I'm a, what I'm the fuck a, are you supposed to do? Right. A defensive end. Well, You drive him into the ground, you get a 15 yard penalty. You let up and accidentally sprain his ankle. Yeah, Right now you're
3: purposely doing that. You can't like, dive at his knees. You can't dive at his head. Right. You can't, you got to wrap around the waist. Right. It's like, dude, these guys are going a thousand miles an hour. They have a split second to make yes. a decision.
0: It's not like they're out there trying to break their leg. And to get around these beefcakes, they have to go low. Yeah. Like how like I just low man wins. Like we've all heard that since we were five years old.
2: Yes. 100%. So I just, you know, in the in the era of slow-mo slow-motion replays it's like oh he did it's like watch it in real speed there's nothing you can humanly do to stop that yes
0: and and with that whole play it was so crazy how like watching that in my head it was like Chiefs are the team to beat they're the most favorite to win the Super Bowl and then his leg gets rolled
2: and it was like whoa right this is flimsy right because they're not a complete team I mean you I thought at first like Are they even going to get past this game? Yes. You know? And then I say, hey, well, they're probably going to get past this game. What has, you know, what's to come next week and how are they going to be, you know, viewed? And what we're seeing right now, they started off as favorites. Now they're underdogs. Yes.
0: And I think that was also a combo of the Bengals looking really fucking good. Yeah, 100%.
2: And, you know, the big takeaway I had from the KC game, two receivers with over one reception. Two wide receivers with over one reception. One of them, Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah. Two receptions only. Yeah. They are getting nothing out of their wide receivers. Kelsey obviously had the 14 catches for almost 100 yards. 14 grabs. 14 grabs. But how are you going to be able to score with a team like Cincinnati if you have no play from your wide receiver? You can't rely on running backs out of the backfield and Kelsey for every catch. Yeah. No, you can't.
0: And if Mahomes can't scramble. Like if he can't move, like, dude, on the Bengals, I'm just throwing like three guys on Kelsey. And right. just and just make Juju or Absolutely or Marquez. Yeah, know, I Scantling mean that it's B2. Juju
3: Scantling or uh Moore who's stunk. Yeah. You know, like they is, don't have any is options. Is
0: even like is he injured? or out there? I don't think he's, playing don't right? think he's don't been right? playing, yeah. yeah. And then they have they have they have uh, Tony too, Tooney. Oh yeah. He was our
2: high, he was the highest receiver. He had 5 catches last week for 36 yards. That's crazy though. Right. They have all these like like receivers that are just so interchangeable and no one stands out. Yep. Yeah. Then there's Kelsey. Then there's Kelsey who just completely dominates, but um like you touched on, you know, one team kind of backdoored into the AFC or, you know, honestly limped into the the AFC Hello. championship game. The other team bulldozed their way yeah. into the AFC Championship game, which was the Bengals.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. The last note on this on the Jags KC game I did want to say was like, okay, I had no idea that Henny backed up Mahomes. Number one, that guy's been in the league forever, mm-hmm. forever. So I saw something that his his last game in college was the I might fuck this up, but I think his last game in college was the national championship versus texas but it was the year before the liner like the liner so it was the rose bowl against texas there you go okay yeah there it is yeah but that's fucking crazy to think about that he was done before uh vince young was even drafted yep he was done with college and i think it's insane and i meant to look this up and i would love to look this up of like how many times henny has gotten a start with an injured quarterback in front of him he has bounced around so much and started so many games where he started the year as a backup. Like I think it's crazy. I think if you have Henny on the roster, you're asking for your starter to get hurt. <laughs> right. Like, I'm to that yeah. point.
3: I mean, dude, he's been very serviceable too. You know, it's he was not, the
0: Jags. He,
3: he was, reminds me a lot of funny to say this too is like kind of Hoyer. Oh yeah. You know, I feel I see like a lot of similarities in their Chase in, Daniel and their road. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. USC Michigan. It was twenty-eight fourteen. Yes, that was the game. Yep, yep. I remember that. Um, and then Henny was like the a starter for the Jags, like for a year or two.
2: He was the Jags, wasn't he? The Dolphins too for a little while. I'm telling, dude, he's been everywhere. Right. Yes. So it's good career for him. I mean, what do you, why do you think guys like that hang around? We just we just named a couple: Chase Daniel, Chad Henny, Brian Hoyer, Fitzpatrick, like, Fitzpatrick. But at least Fitzpatrick Starting. started yep. a right. decent, you know, percentage of his games. Like Nathan Peterman. No, he's not No, he's not in this group. But either way, guys who are, like, journeymen backups, like, yeah. what makes you...
3: They got to like, just be really good with, like, the playbook, the locker room, like, and they know that they're the backup, so they're going in there to coach up those starters. So you're you know, a coach. And just, exactly, you're a personnel helping the, the quarterback group. That, I, I, that's to my belief.
0: Yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm making this up, but like same, same with like, I think it's like almost like networking. Like, I feel like they're pretty good at like being liked, being a coach, adding value. And then like, they don't, they're not completely incompetent. They're not going to lose you the game. Right. But, you know, it, cause some guys go in and it's just like, Oh my God. Does this guy know what's going on? <laughs> Nathan Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> David Blau. <laughs> no, Blau played all right on Thanksgiving, but after he said fudge, I was all done. Tim with Boyle. Tim Boyle. Yeah. Tim B. Um, all right, cool. Moving on to the next one. Not much to really say here. The Eagles beat the living shit out yeah. of the Giants. That was probably
3: the worst game of the weekend, I would say. Right? Yeah, that game sucked terrible. And it was like
0: we waited all day to like get to that game, and it was the eight fifteen kickoff, and it was just like it was just a piss whipping from beginning to end. I mean, that was easy. Everyone knew that was coming. I picked the Giants, so I didn't. Me not, too. I didn't know that, but um, I thought
3: they would at least like hang around and make it a game. Like they got absolutely throat killed.
0: Throat fucked. Yes. Yeah, they got, they got smoked. Um,
3: Good year for Dabble, though. And, I mean, dude, for what they had and uh, their expectations, I mean, they had a great fucking year.
2: I know you put this on the, the show sheet, Frank, but, like, why was A.J. Brown bitching? I don't know. Like, you're not getting the ball. You just won by four touchdowns. And you're bitching because you only have so many receptions. Like this isn't even a regular season game where maybe I could see you're winning a playoff game by four touchdowns and you're on the sideline. What looked to be like complaining? Yeah, it looked like. And do you think that was like? Do we know what he was
0: complaining about? I mean, I haven't way, seen I, anything. Yeah, me, me neither. Me I just, it just looked like he was crying. Big big weeks for big weekend for crying. Wide receivers. a lot of tears. <laughs> yeah. a lot of, of receivers crying. <laughs> yeah,
3: but I mean, seriously though, Chan, like, what what are you doing? you got to be ecstatic to be in that position. You could be in fucking Tennessee picking your ass right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That was stupid. Like, they didn't need him. They didn't didn't need him, so who cares? They were running
2: all over (laughs) the Giants. Yeah. Running all over them. Gainwell, Sanders... Boston Scott, like, they didn't even need to throw that game. Boston I, Scott,
3: a, the giant killer. Doesn't he have, like, a touchdown in every game against them? He's is unreal against them. insane stat. Him. Oh, yeah, unreal is. against them.
2: I uh, I know you said,
0: like, that was obvious, and after you watched that game, it's like, of course that was obvious. But, like, to me, it's still just, like, that's the third game in the division, and they just got pistol whipped, like, three times. Yes. Like, I, you just don't see that a lot. Beat down. <laughs> they got just absolutely smoked. merked. Yeah, but dabble... Uh, Dable's really good. Hertz is really good. Good years for them. Well, Hertz is obviously going to the next round. And then I thought I had one more thing on this game. I think that's it. Any other notes?
2: I don't think there's much else to say on this one.
0: Oh, I did want to note this. Galladay finished the year with, uh, 81 yards and a touchdown. Six grabs for 81 yards. Are they going to cut him? I I mean, I don't know. I would give him the chair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It helps them a lot. Yes, they will be cutting him. I just, uh, we'll see him at UPS next year. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. He had, like, a a decent game's worth of a season. Yeah. Like, just wild. All right, moving on to probably the most surprising game of the week where the Bengals just absolutely whipped the shit out of the Bills in their own barn with DeMar there in the snow. Bills, preseason favorite to win the Super Bowl. Honestly, just, like, didn't even really show up for this one.
2: At all. Jay Allen was
3: super disappointing.
2: He was bad. He's he's reminding me of and it's not a knock but just looking at it we just talked about it earlier trevor lawrence Mm -hmm. mahomes already won a super bowl been to two burrow been to a super bowl about to go to another one like he reminds me of philip rivers josh allen oh wow kind of like that guy that's painful to hear yeah you have stats you have some good games but like you're not getting over the hump not because you're bad, you're getting outplayed by better quarterbacks. And that's how it was with Rivers was there was always Roethlisberger, Manning, and Brady. And, yeah, he played fine in the playoff games, but he always got outplayed by those guys. And that's how I felt about Allen this game was, well, he didn't play great whatsoever, but, like, in the other games, he gets outplayed by the opposing star quarterback. And that's what you need sometimes to be elite and get your team Over the top is exceptional quarterback play. Mm -hmm. I think back to like when Rodgers did that when they won the Super Bowl. He played exceptional that Mm -hmm. playoffs. They probably weren't the best team. Last year, Burrow, Mm -hmm. exceptional postseason to get the Bengals over the top. We need to see one of those postseasons from Josh Allen if he wants to be considered in that top three five quarterbacks. He hasn't had that game. No, no. He He hasn't been The the
3: best one he had was last year against Kansas City, and they lost. Yeah. In that overtime game. That's right. And my my biggest thing I see, too, is that – Josh Allen, I feel like he just, he tries to do too much in these games. Yes. Like you look at Burrow, you look at Cincinnati, they got P Ryan running the ball. They have Mixon running the ball. They're giving it to Higgins. They're giving it to Jamar. They're utilizing all aspects of their offense. Whereas Buffalo, every time they went out there, it's like, okay, try to jam the ball to Allen and either scramble, throw it up to Diggs or force it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had no running game whatsoever. None. Like there was no creativity in the plays. It was like, go out there and fucking heal it downfield and see what you can make happen and against good football teams that are as well rounded as the Bengals, like you're going to get your ass
0: beat yeah which
3: is exactly what happened yes i don't care
2: if you have one finger and two (laughs) butt cheeks i will kick kick your ass
0: ass. (laughs) bingo and that's exactly what what happened in that game um i i think what blew my mind on that one was the uh like cincinnati missing three offensive starting offensive linemen and And didn't matter and just like dominated there was no pressure on Burrow whatsoever.
2: They were they were running all over him too, which yes. was surprising uh, to see the Bengals. You know, Mixon had over a hundred yards, um, and and just to touch on the the Bills again, Gabe Davis had a career game when they lost that thriller last year against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Two catches this week. Yeah, he had yeah. nothing
0: because I had him any any time tug, and he did not. He did
2: drop that one that was right in his lap on like third down in the
3: fourth quarter. But regardless, he didn't do shit. Yeah. two catches.
0: Yeah. Um, someone sent a stat over to me today that uh, under Dable, you know, Allen was an MVP quarterback, didn't turn the ball over a lot. Um, and Daniel Jones, during that same time without Dable, led the team in turnovers with the most interceptions, most fumble, fumbles, like honestly the most giveaways in a season. And then this year, Daniel Jones, I think, had like the least amount of turnovers of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And Allen obviously led the league. Pretty crazy. So, kind of wild. That's like, a crazy just stat. To kind of think of a. Uh, of what Dable is actually, he that guy? He he might be him. Is he him, dude? Because the Giants like, like they're not good, and like I just like they should not have gotten as far. Their as wide receivers
3: did. are terrible. Their defense is suspect. Yes, they have Barkley. Daniel Jones is their quarterback, right? And then yeah, <laughs> you know it's like what do they? They have a
2: sick running back. Yeah, which is interesting because he is a free agent this year, and I did see that there are rumors circulating that Saquon turned down twelve a year for three years. Yes. I could see him wanting to leave.
0: 12 a year, and I saw that stat, too, is like uh, Aaron Jones' range. Yeah. That's like what you're kind of, and then McCaffrey makes like what? 16, 16?
2: 16. 15, somewhere in there.
3: McCaffrey's so good.
0: You Aaron, know, Saquon's sick, though, too. He's
2: going to be looking for 14, 15, no question. So Not more. R- dude, Old th- prediction alert. You ready for this? Yeah, I love it. The Lions will see Saquon Barkley twice next year. He will be a Chicago Bear.
0: Oh, I would love that. Wow. Would I, you? I don't think I'd like that. No, I love the idea of Chicago just like way overpaying for that could a, be a running possibility. back possibility. two knee surgeries.
2: I could see that, but I do not want to see uh, a read option between Justin Fields and Saquon Barkley. We'll be all right. Oh, I mean, we're, we're going to be fine. We're Super Bowl favorites yeah. next year. We're
0: fine.
3: Wait till you see our draft.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're i want be to be loaded. I just want him to get Saquon and we can just beat him with Saquon. So it's just, it feels even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very disappointing for uh, Buffalo. Yeah, but I will say, I think after this, after this weekend, uh, the Bengals are, like, who I'm rooting for. They're, like, my heart team. Like, I just love Joe Burrow. I agree. Like... He is getting more comfortable in the... I mean, he always has been, but, like, he's getting more comfortable the bigger the game.
3: His it's, moxie and swag is fucking too much. through the roof, bro. It's
0: That it's video insane. of him throwing the ever that everyone's yeah, seen the spinning spin around ball. That's, like... Yeah, it, it's, like,
3: I do that in the street, so it's not that big of a deal, but, like, <laughs> okay, that was yeah. sick.
0: Yeah, and you, like, get hit by a car...
3: And it was like the perfect, like that game was the perfect football weather. Like that snow coming down and like it just looked
0: awesome. Dude, if you're the Bills and the Bills fans though, you have to be like so upset. I yes, mean, like, gutted. Super, like that is the game you want. Like that is what you're at home fucking versus uh, the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. DeMars in the crowd. Like, snow's coming down. Like, yeah. welcome to Buffalo. All the Bills good juju mafia. was there. Like, I agree. Like, you gotta win that game. And they didn't even, like, they didn't even make it fucking close. It was 14 to nothing before we could blink.
3: They were never in the game.
0: I couldn't believe the Bengals marched right down on the first drive.
2: Crazy Crutless. shit. Gutless. Sh-
0: gutless. Speaking of gutless, let's talk about Dallas Cowboys And Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott versus San Francisco. Um, Dak is just is bad, bad. He's I, very bad. I think he's real bad, terrible. Yeah,
3: two picks, no fucking touchdowns. He is not
0: him.
2: Yeah, no, he is not. Well, you just mentioned Josh Allen, leader in the league for interceptions. Mm-hmm. He was tied with Dak seventeen. Dak missed what <clears throat> three weeks, three or four, and he was tied for the league lead with interceptions. Uh, I, I, there, there's one problem. They should have taken. And it's crazy to say, and it's easy to say in hindsight, but they should have taken the San Francisco approach. Keep the guy in who's not going to make mistakes. You've got a good enough defense. You've got a good enough run game. Cooper Rush. As long as you don't blow the game, you're going to keep yourself in it every week. The issue, though,
0: is just uh, it's the same thing with Zeke. Pollard is head and shoulders the better, better running back. Yep. But Jerry Jones keeps signing these uh, unrealistic deals. They
3: are fucked. Okay. I hate Jerry Jones. So that's the one good thing that came out of this is that he lost. Cause he sucks.
0: Yeah. Okay. So dude leading into this game. Okay. I think Dallas is the funniest franchise. And like that, I was like obsessed with the Dallas Cowboys this weekend. And that is actually the main topic of the show. We're just going to talk about the fucking Dallas Cowboys because they blow my mind and we'll get into this a little more. But before that game, Maher is attempting the fucking field goals after, and he misses two of them to the right. And Jerry Jones like walks out there and talks to <laughs> Maher.
3: Like, why the fuck are you on the field?
0: <laughs> dude?" And I like Twitter is such like a blessing and a curse. Cause like, you don't know what's true and what's not and what you're reading to believe. like, I just saw some tweet by some verified or who who's verified anymore. I have no idea. Anyone can be now. But the a rumor I saw was that Jerry Jones went and talk to him to see if he could smell alcohol in his breath. So I don't know if Maher's a boozer or if I'm just spreading misinformation, but I thought it was very I hope
3: funny. he is boozing.
0: I have to loosen him up a little right?
3: bit. Dude, that one he kicked, <laughs> he completely <laughs> fucked. That got blocked. You that was it. shanked so far to the left. It wasn't even close. Like that being blocked was a blessing saved for him. Saved his career. <laughs> yeah, was saved his <laughs> career. Dude, it
0: wasn't going to be close. It was going to be exactly how he missed the, the last one from the game before. It was going 40 feet to the left.
3: I mean, I've seen the yips. That's the fucking yip of yips. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, like, I, like, I was actually, like, I mean, it was a close game, and I did have money on San Fran, but, like, I was actually, like, kind of felt, I was, like, happy for him that he hit his field goals. Like, to yeah. be honest, like, I, I'm not rooting for the guy to just, like, like, have his career come crashing right. and burning. He had, like, a pretty good year, too. Dude, he had a really good year. Yeah. And, but for him to, to like, almost, like, that guy blocking it fucking saved his life. Um, but that game was like an absolute grind fest. Uh, there wasn't minute. a
3: touchdown until the third quarter, I don't think. After half,
0: it was Dallas's after half? I thought they scored in the first. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they you're scored right. first. Yeah, because yeah.
3: he the extra point got blocked. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, and then Dak threw the pick before half. I, his interceptions dude. were awful too. They were so bad. The guy wasn't even fucking near him,
0: dude. When Pollard went down, I was like, well, they're done. Because I know, like and then the,
2: I felt bad for CD because that's actually all they good. Had. He's yeah. really good. I feel bad for Pollard. Yeah, him. The too. Guy was lining up for a huge payday this off season, and now he's got a leg injury going into free agency.
0: Is it? Did he like? Is
2: it bad? I think it's two to three months he would have been out. Oh, so he tore something. Uh, yeah, fibula, I think it was. Oh, he broke it, cracked it. Yeah, I think he did. Uh, undergoes same ankle surgery as Tua and Tannehill. Mm, but he's a running back. Yeah. He's a running back. Broke leg. I guess um, that
0: that's better than a tear.
3: It is they, actually, they yeah,
2: yeah. I guess I'll take a broken leg <laughs> <laughs> better than a muscle being ripped off. Yeah, yeah. They're
3: in trouble, man. Dak is owed all the money. Zeke stinks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's bad. It's bad news in Dallas. Um, Are you thinking what I'm thinking? What's that's that? the Fizz road trip next year. Dude, it could be, especially if. Well, I wanted Jerry's I wanted, World. I, I wanted, Jerry's <laughs> dude, World. I have to go check it out, especially after this segment I, we have here. Yeah, but I shit
3: on
2: Jerry a little more.
0: I was thinking Arrowhead, but it sounds like that's like going to be the Germany game.
2: That's ridiculous. Have you seen
0: that though? Yes, I
2: have seen. That. No.
0: Oh, dude, like, cause I want to go to Arrowhead. Like, honestly, over Jerry's World. Like, I'd rather go to Arrowhead. Right. And but. They're going to take all, that game. All signs, and, like, I agree that I've seen, they all point to that being the the Germany game because we know Kansas City is getting a game in Germany. They're not going to do a divisional game. Right. Um, and I forgot, like, what was the, like, they're not going to do, like, I, I remember looking at the schedule, like, a bunch of teams have already been there. It, like, makes sense that Detroit-Kansas City would be the the Germany game. So I'm going to
2: have to stream probably the biggest game of the year.
0: Well, let's think about it.
2: Some of them are on NFL. Has Network. any of
0: the international games been big games? I feel like they're not. not Actually, they usually. were pretty
3: good. The London games were good this year.
0: They might have been good games, but were they like? Remember what I big said. Big ones. Remember what I said oh, earlier
2: uh, in the year. I like, think it was. I don't know. Yeah. This year, Giants Packers was the that, first international game with two teams over five hundred.
0: Yes. Out. So that that's what I'm saying a little bit. So I wonder if the NFL is like, oh shit, this could be like. A really sick yeah, right that's true american football game maybe. and we're on amazon so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but that's that's what i mean i definitely think either jerry's world or arrowhead
3: Yeah, it's one a one b
0: we got to buy that trailer you were sending us
3: yeah dude how sweet was that
0: I how is that real, $1, $1, that's real. That's a camp thousand dollar
3: winnebago craigslist scam yeah, yeah it
0: had to be that's murder but that would be awesome it would be it would be sweet it's basically uh, Lou found this trailer for fifteen hundred bucks. Well, it was
3: more like an RV with the truck. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a trailer. You're making it sound bad.
0: Well, why don't you explain it? You it
3: like, was like a little like Winnebago. I think it was like thirty eight feet. I'm making it sound bad.
2: Thirty eight feet? <laughs> yeah, it was a big boy. <laughs> that I, thing was not thirty eight no.
1: feet.
0: No, it was not
2: thirty eight feet. That's I, like the John Madden bus, <laughs> dude.
0: It was not thirty eight feet. Maybe it was twenty eight. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> dude, there's no way it was thirty eight feet. What's a 30, 38 30, a V12 in it too? Yeah, it was $1,500 with 1000 oh, it, it a $1,000, $30,000 $1, 30, runs, runs great, yes. runs great. Everything up to notch. Yeah. It's like, but like there's a dead, there's a dead hooker in the back. Yeah. <laughs> we can get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. All sales final. We'll look into that.
3: We'll we have a bus in no time year or two.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, all, shout out Brock Purdy too by the way. Sixth NFL start. You beat the Dallas Cowboys to go to the NFC Championship. And I'm not going to say he beat them obviously San Franz D like did that, but he he got the job done. He had no turnovers, did what he had to do and uh, He
3: didn't have a good game, we'll say that.
0: He, I think he had <laughs> he, I think he had a fine game. He was just didn't oh, make any mistakes. He was I. Right, he, right. he almost had a big rookie mistake at the end of half though, where he almost let the clock run out. Yes. Remember and he had to huck that thing out of bounds. Yep. And there was a few moments where I was like, dude, this kid's a this guy's a child. Out. At
3: the end of the day, got the
0: dub, got the dub. All right, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead to this love weekend. these matchups. Yes, absolutely.
2: Love, I think. love, love, love,
0: love them. I think we have the um, the two, the four best teams in the NFL playing, which is always, always exciting. Uh, Niners, Eagles kicking off at three o'clock on Sunday. Eagles are a two and a half point favorite. Bengals at Chiefs later in the day, six uh, thirty. Uh, right now. The Bengals are a two-point favorite. The Bengals. Opened as
2: a one-point dog.
0: Things are flipping. Things are flipping. What thoughts do we have on Niners-Eagles here?
2: Niners-Eagles. So my first thought on Niners-Eagles is traditionally when a great offense plays a great defense, the defense usually prevails. Now, this is the new school NFL, um, but... I just think people still are not giving Purdy enough credit. You know, um, we're saying, hey, you know, the the Niners won or their defense helped win it or they got a good run game. Um, But my thought on this Eagles-Niners game is people are still kind of overlooking Brock Purdy. um, And I think they're forgetting about how many weapons the Niners have too, which Purdy can just dump and let them go. Think about Christian McCaffrey yak, Debo Samuel yak. Kittle, down the seam, almost had 100 yards last week.
0: I will say the Kittle catch uh, was the turning point of that game. The juggling one? The juggling yeah, that was catch. huge for I mean, them. He, they needed to throw the ball downfield. Purdy looked a little scared to do it. He overthrows him a little bit. Yep. Um. I mean, I, I also thought Kittle was going to die on that play. <laughs> like, I just thought...
3: Dude, Diggs could have absolutely ruined him, and he
0: completely missed the whole tackle. He didn't even touch him. Do you him. think he, like, pulled up? Like, do you think he missed him on to not I think he did the typical thing
3: him? that NFL cornerbacks do when they're scared is they put their arms down and throw their shoulder at the guy with their head down and hope that they run into
0: him. Yeah, cuz Kittle's a lot bigger than him, you know. Diggs, if he if Diggs he just made contact too. with him, he would have dropped that. Yeah, Diggs dropped a pick too right in his arms. Gutless. <laughs> the Diggs, the Diggler. Um so yeah, I mean going into this game, I definitely had like full confidence in the Niners and then you watch last week and you're like shit, the Eagles are a fucking wagon. Um, and the Niners just seem super strong on D, but like you said, with all the weapons, I think at the end of the day, my gut is still telling me to like, this game's so tight to just take the dog either way. Um, so I still like the Niners in this one, even though, the Eagles have yet to really I mean they're they're like with Hertz back, they're just back to full force. But then again, they did play the fucking Giants, who like right. aren't good.
2: They looked great, but yeah, like you said, looking back the previous two or three weeks that they played, yeah, they had Minshew in for a game or so. They looked awful to finish the season. Even when they had Hertz week eighteen, they looked terrible and barely squeaked by the Giants. So I'll be interested, but I'm gonna prop myself up here real quick, guys. We were toting big slip last week saying how his Super Bowl matchup looks so great between the Bills oh, and the Cowboys. Oh, they're dead. It did look great, but, yeah. <laughs> but but there's only one person on this show who still has their Super Bowl champion left. And that's yours truly. Yeah. Now the Ravens aren't left, but Niners no, they with not. their third string quarterback <laughs> still available. Frank, I'm going to be biased. I have them fourteen to one. I'm going to take the Niners plus two and a half as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, how could you not? You can't bail on one at this point. Nope.
2: Well, you
3: bailed on the Giants a few times, but you know, hey, good bail. That's good true.
2: bail. I would have <laughs> gone down in a fiery crash if I didn't.
3: <clears throat> well, you know, the other thing too is this isn't the first time that Jalen and Purdy are meeting up. They had a absolute barn burner in college, Oklahoma against Iowa State. Oklahoma ended up winning this game, forty-two to forty-one. This is great. And there was eleven touchdowns combined between Purdy and Jalen Hurts. No
2: way! Swear to God,
3: yeah, it was a fucking all-time classic Big Twelve showdown. Would you watch
2: like the game <laughs> film, coach? Like, what are you talking about? A Big Twelve barn burner, dude. That's
3: pretty
0: great.
2: When you, was yeah. this?
0: Did you remember that?
3: I saw it earlier today, and I just looked it up so I could spew it to you guys now. But yeah, this was in. Uh, did he remember that? The guy don't even remember 2019, <laughs> 2019. Good year. Yeah, so. Pre-COVID. Excited to see it again. Excited to see it again. I'm riding with the Eagles on this one at home. They're, they're looking full-fledged, ready to go. I think that they're going to be a little bit too much uh, offensively for the Niners' defense on this one. I'm going to actually flip it over and go with the Eagles' offense is going to win this one for them, not their defensive play.
0: What uh? What do you think this uh? You know, either way, so this close game. Let's say whoever we you know they win by three, whatever. Like, do you think the score is going to look? You think it's going to be like in the twenties, the thirties, or you think we're going to be looking at like a Dallas, San Fran kind of like what kind of game do you think we're going to have?
2: I I think it's a twenty to seventeen. Game. I like, 40 the yeah. Yeah, yep. like the under ers Yeah, yeah, I like the under two. Yep, Curi-
0: lower scoring. Curious to see how that goes, cause uh. I kind of just have a feeling it's gonna we're going to find out right away it's going to be like a match-the-energy type deal because both offenses can go, and both defenses can be unreal.
2: Well, I think we're going to see that, and that's why I like the under two is a little bit of hesitancy on both ends. you got Brock Purdy, who's inexperienced, and then the Niners defense, who forces as many turnovers as any defense. So you might see at the start of the game a little bit of hesitancy to not lose the game off the rip. And what else do these teams both have? Both of them have multiple running backs – that run every game get, you know... Niners last week, Elijah Mitchell had double digit carries. Right. They
0: used him a lot at the end of the game.
2: Yes. And, they and had then the, he went out of bounds. Yeah. Oh my God. That was terrible. That was
1: yeah. awful. That oh my was God. And, awful.
0: and like we, sorry, we have to talk about Dallas's last play of the game. Oh my God. That, yeah. that was the most incredible <laughs> play laughed, ever. I laughed so hard. Like they line up, they, they shoot everyone out wide. It looked just like that. Colts Zeke playing yes. center. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I watched that and died laughing without knowing that was Zeke. Like I did Not know that, and then someone in the chat said, like, that was Zeke under center, dude. And I, dude, I lost it. He got peeled off the turf after the play. I was was laughing like I was watching Chappelle's show for the first time, dude. I laughed so hard at just like nice McCarthy called, drew that one up, and Dude, Zeke gets steamrolled, and then whoever caught the pass got like it like body slammed. <laughs> the game was just instantly over.
2: How many memes are there going to be when Dallas oh cuts God.
0: Zeke this offseason season of his last play there? <laughs> Already, I posted one that was uh, by Glue Guy Sports. Uh-huh. It's like that. It's like from Zoolander when. Uh, Ben Stiller like looks at Owen Wilson for the first time or whatever. And it was like Darko Milicic is the worst center in the world. And then he like looks and it's Owen Wilson. And it just says Zeke Elliott. So <laughs> I don't know. It was a good one. Maybe you just have to watch it. <laughs> but but yeah, dude, that play fucking cracked me up. Dallas is the funniest team in the NFL. So, Bengals chiefs. Yes, sir. Bengals chiefs. We, we have as well. Yes, sir. well, I feel like
3: I, I almost feel like the like I'm like the games are too easy this weekend, which is never a good sign when you're gambling. You know
0: what do you think's easy here?
3: I feel like I feel like Philly and Bengals like gone to my head right away. Like I'm thinking that no doubt.
2: All right, Chiefs Niners rematch.
1: <laughs>
3: I mean, especially after seeing Mahomes's leg injury, like no chance he's fully healthy. Joey B looked like an absolute fucking stallion. The whole Bengals offense was just clicking. Um. I don't know. I mean, we looked at the the Kansas City wide receivers. What are they going to just feed Kelsey fifty times a game and hope he runs it in?
0: Yeah, and I kind of feel like I don't. I like because I'm rooting for the Bengals, but like I don't want them to. I don't want them to be favored. Like I kind of hate that Mahomes' leg is messed up, and we're kind of seeing the chinks in the armor. And then the Bengals looked like a powerhouse. Like I, I like my Bengals as dogs. Yeah, like with Joey B and all
2: that. So like I want to take the Bengals,
0: but like I really hate that they're favored now. And it's
2: like kind of spooking me. I agree exactly with that sentiment about, you know, them coming in as the dog, having a little bit of a chip on the shoulder, win a second straight road game. Now it's like everyone's expecting them to win a lot of the early money coming in on the Bengals. What I will say, though, is a lot of times when you go from an underdog to a favorite, that's a sign that Vegas is scared. Um, I, I really think Vegas is nervous about the Bengals yeah. because a lot of money's coming in on them, and they've already moved the line two and a half points. Vegas
3: had to get pummeled when that line opened up at Bengals plus one yes. and a half. Had to have. they yes. were
2: getting fucking missiles launched.
0: I, I well, I know as soon as the game ended, it was two and a half. Um, it was it was on it was two and a half, and right. like I, everyone had to be just like either teasing that or like hammering right. that because because it's it's completely flipped to the other side now.
2: I'll be interested because the Chiefs defense is always sneaky good in the playoffs. Spagnolo always has a better, who's their D coordinator, always has a better second half of the year than he does first half of the year. You mentioned it earlier. Bengals have a banged up O line. Mm -hmm. Are you going to see the Chiefs in their pass rush be able to get to Joe Burrow? And can Joe Burrow win an Arrowhead? Tw- two years in a row in the AFC championship game. Like, that's my hesitancy. Like, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, he's been to four straight AFC championships, two Super Bowls, one one, one an MVP. Like, he's not coming into someone's house who's an all-right player. This is possibly the best quarterback of our generation, and he's now the home underdog after getting beat by this team last year. There is going to be a lot of motivation for Mahomes. Huge competitor. I think it's going to be a different game than a lot of people think. Yeah. When I we hope look it is, at too. this. And yeah. we saw it last week. We've seen it tens, if not 20 times in their career. Mahomes and Kelsey turn it up in the playoffs, and they always put on a show. Yeah. The it's going o- to be tough.
0: The only thing I'll say in response to that is, you know, is, like, all respect to Mahomes, but, like, you know, Joey B thinks that that's him. Like he thinks he's the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the generational talent. And he's probably sick of hearing how Mahomes is the the greatest. And he's just as motivated to beat him again and get back to that Super Bowl and get that ring to tie Mahomes. And I think all he wants to do is just be like,
2: fuck Patrick Mahomes, man. Like I'm fucking Joe Burr. There's there's a ton of motivation on each side because yeah. I agree with that as well. So you're going to see the best out of both of them. It's going to be awesome. And you're going to see one of the best young offensive coaches in the league, Zach Taylor, against the GOAT, Andy Reid. He's yeah. been great offensively from Brett Favre all the way through Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. So expect this to be a an absolute great game. And isn't every AFC championship – Shootout. Or it seemed like every yeah. playoff game that the Chiefs are in is a great game. Yeah. I feel like Arrowhead just has a good playoff game every year, and I think yeah. a lot of it is like just the style of the the Chiefs. A lot of times,
0: because it's right. just like they'll get down, but they're never out. Like, and and they can like do anything and score anything at any any time.
3: Chandler, I'm actually curious. Um, do you, I don't know if you have your site up, but this is this game just smells like a Vegas special. Like on mine, it has 78 percent of the bets. Right now, are on the Bengals. God, I hate that. I've got seventy-seven percent of the bets on the Bengals. I mean, that is just smells like a Vegas special.
0: Yeah, and like you know, sometimes with these games, like okay, especially like you don't want to over big brain these either. I know, like, and and so like I was worried about the Dallas San Fran game. Like in my heart of hearts, I thought San Fran was the better team, but that hook fucking scared me. Oh, I loved three and a half. I I know you did, but like, but like, so sometimes with these games, I say okay. It's it's Dallas, so a lot of people like Dallas just because they're fucking Dallas. Like, right. I feel that way with uh like Notre Dame. I feel that way with Michigan. Honestly, like right. these like so much money comes in on these teams simply because of the, the fan their, base their brand. is large. Yes. Yankees, yeah, Yankees, right. all of that. So mm-hmm. like that was the, but this one is like. You know, you'd think the Chiefs would be the bigger brand. See, now I'm like my my head's floating. I'm big out. brain in I'm it. I'm big brain in yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Well, the great thing is you have about a minute to decide who you want to pick with because I'm gonna start it off and I'm going to say that the Chiefs are gonna cover plus one and a half, and that means that the Chiefs will move on to the Super Bowl against the Niners for the second time in four years. Wow. I'm gonna pick the sheep pick and I will go with the Bengals
3: plus two. I think that big 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 Joey or minus two is going to fucking step up. I think he knows the time. The bell is ringing and it's time to answer the call.
0: Yeah, I got to be honest. Um, You know, while you guys were picking bills and the rest of the world was picking bills and I went Bengali Bobs last week, it felt pretty good to get that blowout. And honestly, I fell in love with that team last week. I just, I thought they were the coolest looking fucking team in the whole world. And like, I truly am rooting for them to win the Super Bowl. You know, sometimes you get to these and you're like, oh, I could see them winning. I don't really care. I like want Cincinnati to win the goddamn Super Bowl. So I'm taking the Bengals minus two or honestly wherever that line goes. I'm going to follow it into the depths of hell. So I got a Bengali's Niners Super Bowl.
2: Okay. Silver Dome. Oh, yeah. Rematch that, of the Silver Dome. Was that 80s? 81, 82? That's wild. Yeah. So so we have all have different Super Bowls. You have Bengals Niners. I have Niners Chiefs. Yeah, Big Slip has Bengals Eagles. I honestly, all of them sound
0: pretty pretty great. I'm There's okay no okay bad matchup. Match yeah. There which is, is no nice. bad. That match. is. Good. I want Mahomes healthy. I do. Like lying regardless, entertainment wise, and like just talking shit wise. Like I want. I hope Mahomes and they're just like, yeah, he's good to go. And I hope he's moving and running around. And I hope he's Patrick Mahomes because that's that's what we deserve as fans. Right. Absolutely. Hell yeah! Can't wait. Best four teams in it. All right, so we're going to get into our main topic here, which is the Dallas Cowboys, Uh, and I'll talk about that in a second, but I did want to touch on hockey here really quick, getting a lot of DMs, a lot of questions, a lot of talk. It's heating up. Dylan Larkin and the Detroit Red Wings. Um, So Dylan Larkin right now. Apparently there's a very strong rumor amongst Red Wings Twitter, which is very intense. If you're not in Red Wings Twitter, it's a very intense, tight community. It's kind of intimidating sometimes, but – uh, apparently the wings and Eiserman have offered Dylan Larkin 8 million over eight years. And Dylan is not accept. Dylan's camp is not accepting it. Cause he wants nine. Um, he wants nine over eight years. And this has caused a flurry of crazy tweets throughout Red Wings community. Where I stand is Dylan. If he really has been offered eight over eight years, like he should have signed that yesterday. Like you're locked in for eight years. You, you will never have it more cush than the captain of the Detroit Red Wings as a graduate of the University of Michigan in a right. very poor draft class. Um, everyone keeps saying this. It's kind of redundant, but it is just true. Like Dylan Larkin at his core is uh, – if he was on a championship team, he'd be a second-line center. Um, and he is not the star that's going to get us over the top. He's a piece of the puzzle, and I think he's a good captain. I think he's done great things, and I think he's a great guy and a good great representation of the Detroit Red Wings. But if he's, like, squabbling over – one million over eight years to play in his hometown to captain the Detroit Red Wings um, in succession of the likes of like Zetterberg, Lindstrom and Iserman. I think it's absolutely fucking crazy because the amount of endorsement deals he could get just by staying local, he'll find that one million over eight years um, just by, just by being here. And I think he'll find out quickly. He will not enjoy it as much going elsewhere. I mean,
2: I just looked up some things really quickly and I'm not a huge hockey guy, but I, I know, you know, a lot of hockey players, Austin Matthews, $7.95 million is his annual salary. Okay? seven We're going to give him 8 as yeah. it's being reported yeah. right now. Nathan McKinnon from the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche, $6.85 million is what he makes a year. Both those guys are centers, just like Larkin, right? Yep. Okay? Stars. So Larkin's going to get more than both of those guys, and he still doesn't think that that is enough. To your point, um, he is a hometown kid, and you would think that it means more than these small numbers in the grand scheme of things. I get it. Millions are a lot of numbers, but being from Waterford, going to the University of Michigan, playing for the hometown team, that's a very fair offer. It's like he's, he's working his dream dream job
0: right now. Right. What, does right. That, what does it mean to you? You know, you want to go be on the third line on Colorado or whatever it is for an extra mill. If you even get that. Right. You know, so I'm curious to like learn more about it and the, but like, and that's, and that is just a rumor, but it seems pretty like everyone's pretty on board with it, that it's, that I'll he, be honest
3: though. If he does go out in the market and test the waters,
0: he'll get nine from somebody. Someone will pick, him you know, up for sure. Um, and, and I've also heard that Iserman, which I really hope this is true. Like I really do like that. He's not budging. Like, he will not go above $8 million. Good. And I kind of would love to just, like... Hey, there do, it is. Do a chicken run with Stevie. Yeah. See how that works.
2: I, I like the idea. You've always said it. You believe in the eyes or plan. I,
0: I mean, I'm... A, and I'm definitely, like, a full slappy on it, and I'm self-aware of that, but I believe it. I think he's the best GM in hockey, and I think he's building a champion, and if he feels that $9 million for Larkin over eight years is too much, then, I mean, fuck, I'm on 19th side all day.
2: I mean, and... Let's also remember, I know Tom Brady has done it. We've seen other athletes do it. Like, take a little less so that you can get more around you. Like, we are not one piece away. I can name some guys who have done it.
3: Look at the team down the street, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Check out the team at Ford Field, what they're giving up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, have, have they taken the cuts yet, or they just said they would?
2: No, they are. They're going to. Well, You're can, talking about a, a rotational <laughs> D tackle.
0: Yeah, he's talking about like Anzalone. And Anz- a linebacker. Anzalone, they literally. Isaiah bugs. They can't lower his salary. They can't. They just can't do it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Those are teammates. They want to win. What, okay? I was gonna Dylan.
0: Say, what I was going to say about pay cuts, though, Dylan. guys who have done it, Steve Eiserman, Nick Lindstrom, Brendan Shanahan, they all took pay cuts. Ever heard of those names? So so they could bring in Luke Robitaille, Brett Hull, and Domhnikosik and eventually win the cup in 2002. Take note, Dylan. Yeah. Dylan. Dylan. All right. That's my Red Wings rant for a second there. All right. Final topic, main topic, and then over under. Um, Even though we've been talking about them a little bit, I said I've been infatuated with the Dallas Cowboys lately, and that is our main topic. So why are we covering... The Dallas Cowboys in depth today.
1: How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah!
0: Yeah! Well, that's because number one, it was my week to pick the topic. I was very infatuated watching the Dallas Cowboys in this playoff game, because you had Dallas Cowboys versus San Francisco 49ers. This is like an this is like a rivalry that we know. So guys our age, right? I'm 32. You guys are what, 30 both 31? 32, yeah. 32. Yep. Okay, yeah. Two. Thirty-two. Okay, you're all thirty-two. So this I feel like our generation and younger know that Dallas San Fran is like a traditional rivalry in the NFL, but like we really don't know why, unless right. you grew up in those states and you know the history and all that. But they faced they both have five Super Bowls and they've faced each other so many times in conference championships and in playoffs, and they've just gone back and forth of trading championships and like fighting over each other, but it's built up in the NFL as this big thing, but like we don't know it that well because they haven't been good. They haven't... I mean, San Fran recently just went to the Super Bowl, but the Dallas Cowboys literally haven't been to a conference championship in 27 years.
2: Since they won the Super Bowl, yes, right? back yeah. in
0: 95, I think. Yep. Yeah. And yep.
2: repeat that, Frank. They haven't been to a conference championship. Not a Super Bowl. Yes. Not playing for a Super Bowl. They haven't even got to the game... To then get to the Super Bowl in
0: twenty-seven years. So I'm always infatuated with these teams that have these this huge following, this huge branding that keep that are that are always in the headlines, always get the primetime games, but like simply don't win or don't win the big game. Uh, Example: the Toronto Maple Leafs, highest valued franchise in the NHL. They haven't gotten out of the first round. I don't I, in forever. And they haven't won a Stanley cups in 67. Yeah. So that one makes a little more sense to me just cause it is like the biggest team in Canada, the birthplace of hockey. And I guess you can make that argument with in Texas and Dallas and all that. But, and they've
3: also had like a star studded roster. It's not like the Maple Leafs yes. have had a shit teams.
0: You <laughs> yeah, know, that's very true. Very true. So I wanted to dig into this a little more. And then I also P- Pizzo was like seeking smoke on Sunday and just kept like jamming Dallas down my throat until we, bet each other a hundred dollars. And then Pizzo had to pay the world. And <laughs> I you're, actually, you're, dude, yeah. you're pretty salty, man. You were steaming
3: off. I was fucking pissed. I'm not going to lie. I texted like five people.
0: <laughs> I had it you, like $400 like eight, like eight minutes game. before kickoff. You're like, who wants I was it? at, at the bar. It? I
3: was at the bar drinking, got a little buzz going. And I was, dude, I fucking loved him. I'm not even
0: going to lie. Like so,
3: I loved him plus three and a half. And
0: like, okay. So I want to ask you just like from, I don't know if you're a fan or what. No, I'm not a fan. Okay. I, that's what I'm asking though. Yeah, like no. there, there are, like the Dallas Cowboys out are that team of the NFL where it's like, Oh, like I have my hometown team or I'm not even into my hometown team. I just like the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Right. Um, no. So let's look at this. So let's look at the Dallas Cowboys right now in this moment. Uh, it doesn't look great. They made the playoffs. They want a playoff game. Uh, and they lost to a potential Super Bowl winner by a score. Um, but if you watch the Cowboys this year, like they never I, I mean, I personally never felt like they were an actual Super Bowl contender. People may have thought differently, but I don't I was looking for the answer of like why they are America's team. Um so Cowboys go 13 and 6 this season. We kind of talked about everything here, but Dak Prescott is literally like Tony Romo 2.0. Yep. Romo's better.
3: I'd rather have fucking Romo than Dak.
0: I think they're just great guys, very likable, marketable, good quarterbacks. They're gonna have successful careers. They're they're gonna they have like their eras of being the Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks, but they've they've never been to a conference championship, right? Um, and like so, we said all of this, and the next year, so Dak is gonna make thirty one million dollars, which comes at a cap hit of forty nine million dollars. I never fully understand what cap hit. Hits like how they like remember that when you're the Rams were signing everyone. It was yeah, like, they it was have like no how did they, how is this going on? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't get how cap works really, but 49 million cap hit sounds insane. And then next year it jumps to 52 million. So <laughs> the fact
3: that he's getting 31 mil next year is insane.
0: It's insane. So let's give a little, little history of the Dallas Cowboys. So they joined the NFL as an expansion team in 1960, which actually was like a lot later than I thought. Yeah. I, I thought they were around in like the thirties. Uh, The team's national following uh, might be best represented by its NFL record for consecutive sellouts. The Cowboys streak of 190 consecutive sold-out regular and postseason games, home and away, began in 2002. Uh, The franchise admitted to the Super Bowl eight times, tied with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos for second-most Super Bowl appearances in history, only behind New England record eleven. Um this is also corresponded to 8 NFC championships the most in the NFC. So as I'm reading this I'm kind of like okay, they were really fucking sick. That helps build your brand. Uh the Cowboys have won 5 of the Super Bowls uh tied with San Francisco. Um so this was this is also the Cowboys are the only NFL team to record 20 straight winning seasons from 1966 to 1985 in which they missed the playoffs only twice, 74 and 84. Wow. Okay, so I'm I'm reading this, and I'm kind of like, okay, this makes sense. They were a fucking powerhouse. Right.
2: Um, the, the thing is, though, that makes it interesting is you said they have eight Super Bowl appearances, but they only came in, like, a 25-year window. Yeah. And that just, like, reminds me of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. It's like the Patriots from when Drew Bledsoe went in the mid-'90s to Tom Brady's last Super Bowl in 2019 – That's a 25-year window, and they went to, what, nine Super Bowls during that time? Because Brady won six, lost two, Bledsoe lost one. Nine Super Bowls during that time, but no one views the Patriots – Like you view the Cowboys, and I don't see that in the future that they're going to view the Patriots like they view the Cowboys. I don't think they will at all because, like, I mean, even the Patriots right now, they don't seem to have that brand
0: whatsoever. Right. They're just, like, boring and whatever. But, like, the Cowboys have been just as bad as this year's, if not worse, Patriots, and they still get, you know, they have a Thanksgiving game. Uh, They have all the primetime games. But, so they are valued as the most valuable franchise in America. Uh, maybe the world, but they're up to 8000000000 billion. They're valued wow. at $8 billion right now. <laughs> and this is kind of a fun little fact about the America's team thing, which I was glad to finally learn. So the nickname originated from the team's 1978 highlight film where the narrator, John Facenda, opens with the following introduction. Um, they're on TV. Da, 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 da. Oh, well, He basically just calls them America's team. So apparently in 1978... Bob Ryan, who's the now vice president and editor of chief of NFL films, like made these season tapes for every team. And every one of them had a name and Dallas's was called America's team. Mm -hmm. And then it just stuck like forever. And then ever since then they've been called America's team. Um, and it probably helped during that time that they were just like winning every dominant yeah, winning every single game. Um, so, yeah, during the Cowboys' first game of the 1979 season, a nationally televised game against the St. Louis Cardinals, Dallas won 22-21, the the television announcer, Pat Summerall, like, confirmed and started calling them America's team. And, like, ever since then, it was it was stuck forever. I love Pat. Oh, love R. I love R.I.P. Pat Summerall. Yeah, R.I.P. He was a legend. Uh, some of the major names for the Dallas Cowboys, Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, Dez Bryant, Deion Sanders, Tony Romo, Jason Witten, Tony Dorsett, Michael Irving, and, of course, Roger Staubach.
2: See, that's the thing that gets me is, and and I don't disagree with a major name and how a lot of people think Des Bryant was a major name, but, like, you have these stupid traditions. So Michigan used to have it. If you got the number one and you were a receiver, like, you're you're the bee's knees. Right now, C.D. Lamb has 88. Des Bryant had 88. So, like, he's this great guy. He's 34 years old right now. Yeah. He hasn't played in three years. He averaged under 1,000 yards per season. Everyone just thinks he was great because, because he ex. was on the Cowboys. Yeah, he yeah. And Because he branded himself. He's not a Hall of Famer by any stretch of the not imagination. Even close. He's a three-time Pro Bowler who's averaged less than 1,000 yards per season. He, he, he's not that good, but because of the Cowboys brand, yeah. he's huge. And he's I, a huge name. And I wonder
0: if we're going to see that with Zeke. Like Zeke, like is he a Hall of Fame running back? Like, what are his numbers look like? I feel like he hasn't been around long, and I—I I don't like, think so. I feel like he had some awesome years, and I like, you know, I think he's—I respect him as a running back, but he's definitely on the downcline. But like, I guarantee Zeke will live forever in Cowboy lore.
3: Yeah, because he jumped in the fucking <laughs>
2: yeah, <'cause laughs> Salvation, little, the Army, Salvation pot. Army pot on <laughs> and, and,
0: Thanksgiving, and he like, like coined that like he's eating like oh yeah his, the like, soup. eating salad. Yeah, yeah yeah, and
2: know what's crazy about that too. Zeke's only 27. What? I feel like he's like 32, 30. yeah, yeah, 33, like our age. I know. you know? Well, only all, 27.
0: All athletes warp my brain. Like, I look at Zeke, and I think he is 10 years older than me, like, always. Right. You know, but then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm 32. Oh, and
3: uh, <laughs> T.O. had a nice stint with Dallas, too.
0: That's right. He Well, it's wild, because he played for San Fran and Dallas. Was, yep. And was he... He was dumping... What didn't he, he was the one who took the knee at the, the star or he yes. shoved yes, the guy at the with,
3: star. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he was on San Fran at the yeah, time. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. That's right. Emmett Smith was knocking him out of the star and then he was going and then Emmett was like, they went back and forth like three times.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think that's also where I might be getting this wrong, but he, that's that, my quarterback. Yeah. The yeah, Tony yeah, Robo yeah, yeah. That's my quarterback. Yeah, and he like dumped all the popcorn on his face. Yes. And that's stuff. yes. That yes. was Dallas. He had a nice run in Dallas. Dude, and then I'm pretty sure Dallas was, like, the first team to, like, have cheerleaders. Like, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders are, like, a whole new brand in and of themselves.
2: Much like the Lakers girls. I think that's what they did for uh, the Cowboys was they were kind of the first branded dance slash cheerleading team. Yeah.
0: and did you watch Winning Time? Did either of you watch yes. Winning Time on HBO? Yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't watched Winning the Time. The Lakers one? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I thought it was one of the best series I've watched. Very good. I thought it was awesome. But you kind of, and I don't know if this is how, like, Dallas was put together, but, like, you know, like, Jerry Buss was just like, let's make this, like, a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's make this entertainment. And, like, that's why you had, like, the dancers and the VIP rooms and all that stuff you see now. And it's like, I, you know, I was, like, looking for that kind of stuff, like, when I was like researching this, and it's like I didn't really find much. I think they just did a ton of winning, and they're in the heart of Texas, and they've just built like a good brand, and they built a great foundation by winning. And then I think Jerry Jones, for better or for worse, like like love him or hate him, he's always in the headlines. He's always getting in the way. Like he fucking went and talked to the kicker before the right. game, and. I he's, think- like,
3: on the field calling plays and shit. It's like, dude, are you an owner or are you a fucking coach?
0: I got to imagine, like, working under him would be, like, a night, Awful. A it looks <sighs> –
3: ter- I, I couldn't imagine. Because
0: he could call down and be like, hand that ball to Zeke. Yeah, you know? I
2: guarantee he does that, too. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee fucking he does that. But that's kind of part of the allure, too. Like, you kind of have this, like, big personality owner who's, like, the prototypical Texan. Yeah. And yeah. he's, like, on his yacht during the draft, like – They know how to brand and market themselves, and then you have Stephen A. Smith who brings them up every segment you can. Yeah. So you're just getting jammed down your throat, Cowboys. Skip Bayless fucking sucking them dry. So you have the big media personalities along with a big owner personality who can really drive that coverage. And and that's kind of where I got like lost in my own
0: head, and that's why I wanted to like talk about Dallas because it's like I'm looking at them. And I do feel that same way too. And I, I like I'll see them in, like when they wear those throwbacks, like for example, the navy, the dark navies with like the the plain star yeah, on the helmet. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they look so sick. I like those. I was gonna and, say, and I like I'm just those like, too. I I don't like. I don't know if this is actually sick or it's just sick because it's like this is Big D. This is America's team. Like mm-hmm. this is right. this is like. And Dallas I've never football. like
3: I've never considered them America's team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if anything, I would say that was like what Chandler was saying, New England. Yeah, you
0: know. But but like but like when someone says America's team like you you're thinking the Dallas Cowboys whether, yeah, like you want, I agree. you want to or not. Yeah. You they've know? just
3: never been good until unless In I was lifetime. 5 years old, you know.
2: They've just been like they're all right. They're yeah. the sheep's team. That's they what are. they are. I think of the best franchise personally as the Steelers. Yeah. Where I'm like if I want to run like an organization like you look up to the Pittsburgh Steelers whether they have the records or whatnot. like they are good every year. Through every generation. And they've had, like, three coaches.
0: Right. Like, yeah. I, like, I couldn't agree more, and that's why I do love the Steelers. Right. Like, I love those teams that are able to maintain. They're just the blue
3: collar. Yeah. They got the grit. You know what I mean? And, like, and fucking they, work hard. They just have this, like, culture. All the isms. Yeah, all of that shit. <laughs>
0: and I think it's just because, like, we grew up, I grew up with, like, we grew up with the Wings, and it was, like, 25 years of the playoffs. Obviously, that hit a fucking grinding halt, but... Like it was just like no matter what, no matter how the league changes, no matter what happens, like you find a way to, to win get and, the fucking and
2: job done. Yeah. yeah. God, salt meat wound. Twenty five <laughs> straight years of playoffs. We haven't had a Detroit team in the playoffs in what four years? Twenty seventeen. Okay, so no, twenty
0: seventeen was the last year of the Joe. I think we, I think we went to the playoffs in twenty sixteen and missed it in seventeen.
2: So, I think as a as a city, we're five years on a playoff drought. Well when did the Pistons play? 2018 I think. 2017 or 2018 when they had Blake Griffin for Bionic the first flag. year. Yeah. Yep.
0: That was that so and we uh, got swept 4-0. So we it wasn't like the playoffs in the playoffs in a run or We expected anything. nothing. Merked. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um it literally uh champagne launched January 1st 2017. So I'm kind of wondering if uh, holy shit, yeah, we've seen one, we've seen one piston playoff game. That's not good. We've yeah. seen one Detroit team playoff. Detroit, game. yeah, <laughs> I meant like, yeah, yes. Holy yes. shit, yeah, it next. must
2: be us then, huh? Yeah, I think it is.
0: Well, someone's got to figure
2: it out. Can I can I drop a little bit of an off topic to the Cowboys today? Please. So I had a funny. Speaking of playoff droughts, I had a funny memory come up on Facebook where we signed Prince Fielder 11 years ago today. So my status was Prince to the Tigers I'm crying in all caps that was so I, today. Yes, yeah, so that was today. I put on my Facebook today I'm still crying for different <laughs> reasons because we've never been the same. that was like our it's going to happen moment. He's going to take us over the edge. Yeah. And then we had a 3-year window where it could happen and it just it vanished and closed quickly. Dude, uh, so I had to, something you,
3: stupid like that too. I saw I was like, but the prince is in Detroit. Yeah. The king
2: is in Cleveland. I remember where I was. So do I, we were in East Lansing, I yeah. know for sure. Was, in our living room at I, Beale.
0: I was uh in a marketing class, which is rare that I was in class, <laughs> but like I, I remember uh getting Weird. <laughs> getting the text I uh, getting the text that like we got Prince Fielder and then I got on my laptop uh and like went on Twitter and saw it. And I remember shutting my laptop, walking right out of class. Like, what was I going to go do? Like, celebrate that signing? But, like, I was like, that's a good enough excuse. I should, I should get the fuck out of here. The did other, you see what he did in Milwaukee? We <laughs> got him. Yeah. <laughs> you know his dad played here? Yeah. Dude, uh, and what's wild, too, is when we signed him, it was a nine-year deal. So yes, like, it was a missile deal. So, like, he was supposed to be here to 2021. Like, he was supposed to be, like, just off the Tigers. You know, Isn't that wild? Like, wh- he's supposed to be one season removed from when we got him.
3: I hate when you hear these like fucking 8-year deals and stuff. Like has any of those ever worked out for anyone? Like <sighs> sure. nobody should get a deal past like 5 years Do you Remember in my when opinion? Franzen
0: signed that like 13-year deal yeah. with Detroit? We
3: like just finished paying him or are we still paying him?
0: Oh uh, no, we I think we're done. We're now. done. Yeah. I, I think, think Zetterberg got a long contract that was like fine. That like it was fine. Like he might have got like an 8-year though, but like
2: You I, know what I mean? Yeah. Like they never work out to your point it's very rare. Um like look at even Mike Trout now. He got a huge deal and like he's had injury problems since he signed this. The one who is looking good, he's injured right now too and it's very early in it is Bryce Harper. Yeah. He signed that big deal, he has been on fire since he joined the Phillies. Yeah. 2 years, he's 2 years in though, right? 2 years on 13. So it's very early, but you look at another guy like Tatis he signed it and instantly Just dropped PEDs. off. D's. yeah. You know, so it's very rare that those work out. The wanna, thing with baseball is you have no choice yes. because guess what? Somebody else is going to do it. Guess what we yeah. do? The Tigers don't offer Max Scherzer a long-term deal, and guess what? He's still going into his late 30s, and he's a Cy Young type picture. How about Verlander? Yeah.
0: Not that that was not that. That's the same. <laughs> Thanks, sin. Frank. sorry. Did yeah. you <laughs> go over a whole bullpen yeah. that we had?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's nothing that I mean. Just how about just,
2: David Price and Verlander? You no, know.
0: Verlander still in Cy Young. <laughs> yeah, is all I'm saying. Dude, crazy. those 2013 and, and 14 was just like, how the fuck did we not get it done? I don't know. I I don't know that it's it's. I wonder if it's like the most torturous thing in like detroit sports because like obviously the lions haven't won but they haven't been like it's worse to get be that good and get that close we
3: lost to the fucking orioles the one year swept
2: got pounced in by the <laughs> orioles <laughs> we were gonna go up 2-0 on the red sox coming back home we had a four-run lead in the eighth inning a four-run lead going to go up 2-0 that series is over if that happens we give up a play was Only that the in one Detroit? when Torrey Hunter flipped over? Yes. The yeah. Oh, yeah. Only in Detroit do we see shit like this, and I'm not lying. It is that way. Think of series-altering plays, and you think throughout history. Obviously, you know you can think of LeBron against the the Warriors. There was things that happened, but Robert Ory hits a three, crushes our chance at a second title for the yeah, Pistons. Yep. He doesn't hit that three. We have two chances to go back to San Antonio. I like our odds. We give up a grand slam to uh who i don't even remember oh david ortiz yeah, oh, yeah. david ortiz yeah, was poppy gives up a grand slam to that series altering play right there that was ben- benoit too right benoit Yeah. yes series altering play prince overrunning third prince overrunning third delman young going when uh, the ball was in the infield and he was rounding third yeah and i mean and like like I just let's not even talk about
0: what happens to us in the actual World Series, like where we just don't show up literally at all. Can't we're one, hit the ball. We're one in eight. We're as as us one in eight. We are one in eight in the two World Series we've we've witnessed. Shameful. Not so you even excited for this twenty twenty three? I'm also I'm also like yeah like as football season winds down and like it, the wings seem like they're kind of fading off a little bit. Like it's like we're just gonna. We're gonna have to be talking about it. a lot here. of food.
3: Yeah, a lot of food content,
0: boys. <laughs>
3: well, let's start
2: with the Mexican chicken sandwich this week. <sighs>
3: hey, oh, actually, speaking of, I don't know why I thought of this from the Mexican chicken sandwich, but what's up, what's Dallas the Cowboys? update on uh, on Jerry's vacation? You said you were gonna get the four one one. him yeah, down in Peru or something. Oh yeah,
2: Jerry.
0: I don't have it. I don't have an update. I haven't called him. Uh, I don't know if he's still there or he's not. I know he sent over the over-under last night at 10 p.m.
2: Did you open it yet?
0: Yeah. No. Oh. Well, did I open the email? Yeah. Uh, no. I don't. So maybe he's already. got
2: an update for us Ooh. inside the email.
0: He did. So I did text him last night because I saw the email come through. It said Jerry, and then I texted him right away, and I said, thanks, dude. And he said, looking forward to it this week. Working like a dog during tax season, so try not to lose this one. So he's like poking me for fucking losing two shows this year. But uh, so
2: did he like go down to knit in Peru to relieve stress before tax season? Or
0: I I don't know. I don't, I haven't talked to him. Was I don't he in Argentina
2: Azte- or Peru? I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't. Where are the? What Aztecs? was he knitting? Baskets where, where, or blankets? Where Where are the Aztecs? Where are they from? Uh, uh, Mexico? Oh boy! I say we. I say we. Dodged I skipped this. I geography said, this one.
3: I think they were on the Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> How actually? about them cowboys? All right,
0: let's go to uh, let's go to over under for fuck's sake. Bust it up. Uh, I feel a
2: lot better getting that rant off my chest about Detroit sports.
0: Yeah, good. I do too. I'm glad that like me just wanting to like having this weird obsession over the Cowboys this week got that out because I, I you know I hope I provided some. I don't know. The Cowboys just blew my mind. Like, why is that brand so like popular? Why do why do people love that team? Anyways, oh, here we go. Oh, he gave an update. So I opened the email from Jerry here. We're moving into over-under, but he did give an update. So he says LGRW at the top. He gives what the over-under should be. So I'll just read it to you guys. You can think about it, and then I'll read what his update was because he he listed one, the Caribbean islands. Then he replies, I was in Galapagos, Galapagos, Ecuador, islands made from volcanoes, in parentheses, where I was snorkeling... Oh, wait. I was in the Galapagos, Ecuador, where I was snorkeling with turtles, sharks, and the only tropical penguins in the world. Not a big deal, but still interested to hear big slips and team's thought on if the Caribbean islands are over or underrated.
3: Wow. That's pretty sick. That's
2: actually where Jerry was. That's where uh, Darwinism started. That's where it was? Yeah. Didn't he watch that Netflix show about the volcano that erupted? I don't know. Jerry? I feel you don't like, stand on like active volcanoes, man. I
0: feel like I just got to get Jerry on the horn with you guys. Like you feel like you're a lot more interested.
2: Yeah, I we am. need we need we have questions. He yeah. went to the Galapagos and scuba dive.
0: Yeah, with uh, great turtle sharks and tropical penguins, which I didn't know existed. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Better than swimming with pigs, it sounds like. Yeah, or swindling a local vendor.
0: Yeah, he didn't even. Well, nothing's better old. than that. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I bet you the thing he did was only fifty bucks, and he paid three hundred. I bet you. I bet you he got. No, swindled. dude, we got the
3: sickest excursion. It was. I got. I felt like I was getting ripped I off.
0: You, I saw you toss that up on your story. Would you rather swim with dolphins or not pigs? One. It was a hundred percent dolphins. <laughs> I can't not believe that. Six. Actually,
3: not one fucking pig. Oh, I almost threw
0: you you a pity pig vote. And then I was like, no, fuck you. All right. Caribbean islands, Chandler over underrated.
2: uh, So I've never been to the Caribbean islands. I want to go. They look great. It's one of my bucket list places to go to visit. So with that being said, I wouldn't want to go if I thought they were overrated Caribbean islands underrated.
0: Yeah. I'm going to just say the same there. Like I I don't know too much about them. I don't know if I necessarily have them on the bucket list, but there's no way they're just like overrated. There's so much exotic shit there let's go underrated
3: yeah i'll keep it simple and and the one thing about the caribbean is like the water is the most like beautiful i've seen there like it's all different shades of blue there's a ton of nice beaches like i mean you're on vacation every time you're down there it's i feel like every day it's mid 80s and sunny you're boozing laying around like what's not
0: to like fucking underrated tropical penguins apparently um number two this one's on me the super bowl being in arizona Um, I, I mean, I got no beef with it being Arizona, even though I feel like it's been there a few times, but I feel like it's a pretty ideal spot for events like this. It's got a pretty cool, cool field. Uh, my bachelor party was in Scottsdale. Let's just go underrated Super Bowl in Arizona. I'm going to go with
3: overrated. I'm, I'm getting tired of like, and I get it from a money standpoint, like the Miami, the fucking Arizona, the Dallas, like. Let's get north. Like, let's have one of these in Buffalo or in fucking Philly <laughs> or in like somewhere where we got some snow, a real football setting. And none of this fucking catering to the fucking people who aren't real football fans. If you're a real like football that. fan, you go to these fucking games no matter what, you know? I like
2: that. Overrated. We've seen some good games in Arizona. TCU beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. Great game in Arizona. Very good game. Uh, the Patriots beat the Seahawks. In Arizona in that goal line interception. That was a great game. So um, we have four great teams left. I don't really care that it's in Arizona or not. I'm just excited for the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to say underrated.
0: Yeah. And I will say, and we'll probably do this as we lead up to the Super Bowl and stuff. Like uh, Burrow last year said the Super Bowl felt like a dinner party. Like, he said, like, the AFC championship was so much fucking crazier. And, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, insane. And then he said the Super Bowl is like a dinner party. And I could totally, totally fucking see that.
3: 100%. Because like, you get all the celebrities. You get people yeah. who aren't football fans yeah. just paying fucking 10 grand a seat, yeah. you know?
0: That's wild to think about, that it might actually be, like, quiet for the Super Bowl. because Come just, on. They're That's criminal. sipping teen, teen crumpets. All right. Pizzo, number three, diet pop. Diet pop.
3: I hate diet pop. I always drink regular soda, pop, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Fucking diet's terrible. Yeah. Overrated.
2: Wow. So I'm going to go exactly opposite. Wow. I try to cut down on pop. I try to have max one a day. And if I have it at lunch, I cannot have a regular pop. That's what I tell myself. So if I get a pop at lunch, it'll be a diet Coke. Um, and I've grown to not like it. I just feel better about myself because it's pop without sugar. So Diet Pop. Is underrated. It's fake rated. cancer sugar you're so drinking.
0: I, that's what I do okay, I. Okay,
2: you smoke a vape 24-7. <laughs> right. No, I quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're talking about pop here,
3: okay? <laughs> Diet doesn't mean it's just, like, healthy yeah, all Jesus, of a sudden.
1: Absolutely. I stopped
2: cigarettes and started smoking a vape. Oh, nice. <laughs> Baby steps.
0: This guy's getting personal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it felt like it was just, like, a little dig, and Chandler was just like, fuck you. Just took his legs out from under you. Yeah, you also
3: lost under to Frank this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Fucking loser. (laughs) that's why no one likes
0: you so i don't like loser so i don't even what makes diet pop diet pop because i know there's there's like coke zero sugar how's that different than diet coke i
3: don't don't know know. aspartame is the sweetener that's all i know
0: okay i don't so i don't i'll be honest like i don't drink pop i really don't drink a lot of pop at all uh so i i mean and if i do i'm definitely not drinking like diet i'm just like having a fucking pop so i'll never choose a diet pop ever so it's overrated so done and yeah. You I got did.
3: pretty deep with that one.
0: Did I? No, I'm saying like we did in general. Like <laughs> yeah, well, diet
3: pop, I thought it'd be kind of a quick breezer. <laughs>
0: well, well, Chandler, like low key, like you could tell he sounds like a little crackhead. It. It's like I try to hold myself to one a day. <laughs> and if I do, it's it's diet, and then was like, that sucks. He's
2: like, You fucking suck, you smoke a vape. <laughs> well, was like, You're gonna get cancer from it. It's like you sucking down heaters all weekend, man. <laughs> 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 Alright,
3: Chandler likes his fucking pop, guys. The, Chandler's lungs are fucking bad. Too, okay? I've seen this guy smoking and vaping all the time. But guys, this isn't like no a hero. It's not like we're like reviewing anything. Like literally,
0: Sigs was on here one time this year and we were both like, oh, all of us are like, oh. we're so <laughs> so <laughs> when's, the, when's the
2: best sig?
0: When's the best sig?
2: Have you ever had a mid meal SIG? <laughs> yeah, so I don't think
0: Yeah, we're like bringing back SIGs inside. Like I don't think anyone out there was like, wow, I'm really shocked at their their like vape intake. Fucking stupid-ass shit. Number What's the four. next one? <laughs> Number four, Jim Jim Schwartz. What? Jim Schwartz.
1: Wow. Jim
2: Schwartz was <laughs> underrated. Jim Schwartz brought us to the playoffs. Jim Schwartz got us out of the 0-16 season and took us onto that path where we had eight decent years with three playoff appearances between him and Caldwell, um, but he wasn't here for the second half. Jim Schwartz, great D coordinator, underrated. You know what? I'm with you. I like he could be a little bit of a
0: jive ass and he had a little bit of a personality, but it was, felt like one of the first times in a long time the Lions actually had a personality. Right. Um, I mean, do you remember we used to joke at, at Michigan State about Schwartz games and we used to say, like, he rewards the players for like unsportsmanlike <laughs> conducts yeah. and, and late hits? Because yes. it definitely like felt that way. And, yes. Like, I, we led the league in like. Uh, extracurricular fucking penalties excessive yes. celebration and sports like conduct roughing the passers Light unnecessary yep. <laughs> and, and that was just kind of like all right there's some dog in them yep so i agree i actually Chandler, i think that's a great point and he also chased down harbaugh i was good, that total. was gonna be my <laughs> point i was gonna but be and yeah. the most important thing yeah fucked jim harbaugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna say underrated as well jim schwartz he just uh signed where to
3: be cleveland like, i believe uh, yeah
0: too bad but yeah yeah he w- did he win a super bowl with philly he did he did yeah, yeah. I I like
3: Jim Swartz too, underrated, clean sweep.
0: I wouldn't even be surprised if I don't know how old he is, but like and I don't know how like that fraternity works, but if he could ever if he would ever find his way into a head
3: coaching. He's spot only again. in his
2: mid fifties, so yeah. He's still got time left. Yeah. he's He just seems like, like a I feel like he likes the guy.
3: coordinator position, though, because he can be, like, the players guy, still fuck around and not be, like, the face of the franchise Well, type that's deal, what I mean. You know? like, I think
0: yes. that was kind of led to everything we just said. It yep. was just a little too spicy.
2: Didn't you know? he, like, melt down and throw the challenge flag that one time when it was automatic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, gave a team the win. Yeah. The NFL was just like, all right, we looked at it, the other team wins.
1: <laughs> what a guy.
0: Yeah, what a guy. Yeah. All right, um... Well let's let's wrap it up here. Uh, Chandler, right? Or me? You, yeah. Jesus, why can't I never do this? <laughs> Number five, Uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, <laughs> unreal, Jerry, that you brought this up like a month before it, and we were talking about it somehow. That's fucking wild. Valentine's Day is completely overrated. It is a hallmark holiday. You can celebrate your love with your significant other anytime you want. You can even go up to St. Ignace and do it before that or after <laughs> every single year during it. It's an overrated holiday. It's just because the government wants you to spend money. Big conspiracy bullshit overrated
3: agree frank we just had christmas we just had new year's we don't need fucking valentine's day an excuse to go out and spend 250 bucks on a dinner
0: i'm exhausted and
3: go home and get laid we can do that without (laughs) valentine's day overrated
2: i'm i kind of like the conspiracy angle frank i'm gonna have to hear more about this off the air but it's um, like a fight club
0: total (laughs) like it's a fight club based conspiracy theory
2: Uh, It's much like New Year's resolutions for me. If you want to show somebody love, just show them love that day, that week, that month. You don't have to wait until the middle of February to show somebody that you love them. Valentine's Day overrated, price-gouging holiday.
0: Yeah, and you know what? You show them that love out of nowhere, it's going to mean more, it's going to be more special than just the day that's marked on a random Tuesday in the middle of February. And, like,
2: some people go all out and, like, get, like, jewelry for their significant other. Like, we go out to eat, which is mutually beneficial, and maybe I'll get, like, a box of chocolates or something.
0: Yeah,
3: Yep.
2: The flowers, yeah, dinner, Frank's yeah. got like a MGD that he gets. <laughs> <laughs> He's like FaceTiming. Hey,
0: honey, you just finished a fucking cold one.
2: Love you. Yeah. Smokes a cig with her.
0: You know, I, in a Diet uh, Coke. Yeah, no one says, you know, I love myself on St. Valentine's Day. I show love to myself by playing the sport I love, in the state I love, in the weather I love. You got to love send, yourself before you can love anyone else. Thank you. And I send her to the spa. I send her to the spa, which she would much rather do than hang out with me Watching football on an iPad, losing bets any day of the week. She'd rather be at Ravage Spa getting a back rub. Shout out, Ravage. Shout out. Shout out. They don't need any press. All right. Thank you all for listening to episode 93. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, If you are listening on Spotify or iTunes, don't forget to rate it five star. Write a review. Tell your friends about us. Pass this along. Forward the link on. um, Just trying to grow this every day. And we appreciate you guys. Good luck on all your bets this weekend. Thank you
3: guys for the support. Have a great weekend. Thanks for the 10K, baby. Let's get to 15. Peace. See ya. Dallas.
2: Dallas. Dallas.
1: Oh